right, welcome back, everybody. I'm Joseph Tenney, and this is Formation Matters, a podcast where we look at the formative power of the arts. Well, we are wrapping up this little series with our friends David McFadden and Barbara Nicolosi. Uh, a fifth question in this series is this. Can you name some movies which you feel embody the things we've been discussing tonight? Our audience asked David and Barbara to list out five movies. Maybe not their favorite five, but five movies they thought uh, were important and maybe are movies that you haven't seen yet. So let's hear what they say. We both have five now, these are not my best. These are not my favorite. These are five movies and five books that moved me somehow. And I'm going to go quickly through them. And, I, and, and the middle one there, No Country for Old Men, not for everyone. Absolutely not for everyone. But I, when I saw that movie, and then I took my kids to see that movie, and I told them that I, I, I saw Scripture. When that, and that's a dark, dark movie. I saw Scripture. If you know the movie, at the very beginning of this movie, a man comes upon an accident where the drug lords have been fighting, and he finds a million dollars. And he starts to take it away. And I went right to Mark 8.36. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? I knew this man was in trouble. I knew he'd made a bad decision. And then at the end of the movie, the villain absolutely the devil incarnate and not at all gratuitous, frightening, frightening. He, he limps off down the street after a series of things he's done. He is all, he's an emotionless, kill, just a, an emotionless man who needs no motive other than to kill you. And he's limping off down the street, and immediately, First Peter 5, 8, came into my head. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And I walked out of the theater respecting the evil of the devil. Now, not for everyone. In fact, I'm not recommending that movie. It's a very tough movie. Uh, one other, Longford. It's a true story uh, about Lord Longford, Longford who uh, was... Uh, uh, was uh, a uh, active was a was a peer and was an activist, and he goes and visits prisoners. And there's one prisoner in real life uh, who is the most heinous child murderer in England, uh, Maura Henley, and he goes for years and years and years and visits her, and gives her the gospel. The end of the movie is a little enigmatic, but it's beautiful. It is such, and it's a true story, such a story of service. I watched it, I mean, my wife and I, we, I think we might have watched it back to back. It was so impactful for us. So they're out there, good stories. And, and in the movies, how many of you have read Peace Like a River? It's, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful story of the heaven that waits for us. And very moving story. So those movies, and, and Breaker Morant, it made me rethink, oh my gosh, how complex is war. Um, the, the station agent, I walked out of the station agent with a Disney executive with me, and he said, David, do you know that that movie was about the founding of a church? I went, what? 
But he talked about, it was meaningful to him, he talked about the, de- des- the disparate people coming together. Their pe- each person's peace was wrapped up in the other person's peace. Each person's good- goodwill was wrapped up in the other person's. Uh, and then uh, Babette's Feast, if you watch that, the first two-thirds of the movie makes paint drying seem like the Indianapolis 500. <laughs> but I, I, the last part of it, if you want a vision, you can't just go to the end, but if you want a vision of heaven, it's in Babette's Feast. Uh, I didn't choose movies that, uh, I, choose some, I chose some that hopefully maybe you hadn't heard, so, you know, uh, that I think are good. Um, probably my favorite one here is Lars and the Real Girl. How many of you have seen Lars and the Real Girl? Great, great. I mean, to me, this is one of the most perfect visions of church uh, that I'd ever seen on film. And, um, and how beautiful that the members of the church were willing to look a little foolish to be what this guy needed for them to be. And, um, and in a beautiful, they, die, they were, you know, unless the grain of wheat falls to the earth and dies, that's what that movie said to me. Now, and it was a beautiful moment. You remember when they're all sitting in the living room and uh, she comes in and says, why? He comes in and says, what, what are you doing? Why are you sitting here? And he says, it's what we do. We are simply here for you. She doesn't say that, but it's what we do. Mm-hmm. And it is what the church does. We wrap ourselves into each other's lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I want to point out, I mean, the, the lives of others, amazing story of the fall of communism or close to the fall of communism in East Germany. But it's about um, the uh, beauty to connect human beings, um, which is one of my big themes. It won the Oscar for Best Foreign Film a few years ago. Uh, an amazing story of the power of the beautiful to transcend uh, the, the, uh, the separations that we put between each other. The straight story. How many of you saw the straight story? Only a few. See, this is a David Lynch film. You know, David Lynch is kind of a perverted wacko. God love him. But, you know, I called his office after I saw this film, and I just said, you know, I just want to leave a message and say this movie was an amazing story of, um, in, the, in the pursuit of reconciliation, how you find... Um, under, you find wisdom, and, and you grow, and you receive so many gifts. And the woman who answered the phone said, wow, thank you, I wrote it. And, and, and she said, you know what, we really thought, and I started talking to her a little more, she goes, we really thought the Christians would love this movie. It's a G-rated Disney movie. She goes, but they didn't go see it. And I said, they're going to hear about it from me. So the straight story, basically an old man who's been separated from his brother, and he's close to death, and he has no way to get, he wants to make up with his brother before he dies, so he gets on his tractor and drives 700 miles. And along the way, he keeps meeting people whose lives are in crisis on the way to go and be reconciled with his brother, and it's a beautiful, beautiful film. So um, check it out. Huh? So um, yeah, and then finally, The Visitor. Um, I love this movie. Uh, it's about a man who is, who's, who's died when his wife died and has cut himself off, but then... A uh, guy from the Middle East ends up in his house, and he ends up having to stretch to accommodate this person, and it ends up renewing him in every way. Uh, so uh, the idea of being open to the invitations of grace that just pop into our lives, and, um, and it's never convenient time. Uh, and that's to me, was what I got from that. And Juno. Oh, Juno, Sorry. I mean, I love Juno. How many of you have seen Juno? I mean, it's oh, yes. yeah. amazing. I mean, I, I thought Juno was um, so human, um, so beautiful. I mean, the scene in the mall when she's, when she's willing that, that, per, that baby to be a person and acknowledge her, right? 
be here, and please, please. And all of a sudden, the baby moves, and the three of them are like, wow, there's actually three of us here. I was like, anybody who sees that scene is going to have a really, really hard time having an abortion. And, you know, I get, look, I've looked at so many movies from Christians where they're trying to wrestle with this issue, and I don't think any of them did it anywhere near as beautifully as that film did. Uh, that thing about the fingernails. It has fingernails. It has fingernails. You know, um, I mean, I, I just love this film. I thought it was quirky, uh, fun, and, um, and, and very well executed. And, man, what a nailing slam of a generation, the, the generation above Juno's that doesn't want to grow up. You know, at, in the beginning, you like this guy. By the end of the movie, nobody wants to be that guy. All right? And that's good. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, none, of these, none of these movies, except for exception of maybe Lars and Real Girl and uh, Longford, are, are, the, are, are movies that are co- completely without problems. And that's one of the problems that we have going to see a movie. We're looking for a movie to line up the same way a sermon does. And it doesn't work that way. There are problematic things in all of these movies. And so that's why you have to become discerning. So you can weed out those problematic things, and, and like in Juno, and take home with you that important thing and realize that somebody's sitting under the tree of Juno and is now not going to have an abortion. Very important things happening. To stand under some of these movies is, is very important. Friends, until next time, you can go to our website at formationmatters.com where you'll find more information on this episode. We have these movies listed out on the blog for you to check out as well as other articles and content. Until then, enjoy your art. Know that it is forming you. Oh, yes, it is. Thanks for listening.